0: Welcome to Uncontained, episode 97. I am Aaron Static Render, and thank you for joining me and hanging out with me today as I talk with my guest, Grandison Crawford. He's a very funny comic, actor, writer, and creator. He recently started up the League of Comedy, but there's an open mic that he has four nights a month, once a week. You can do the math. I believe it's Wednesday nights and once a month he has the all-star performance where it's more of a showcase and now that's going on the road coming up here to northern california where i'm at i'm looking forward to checking it out because it'll be him Corey Polster, who was on episode 23 of uncontained and uh, two other comics including holly annabelle brown and dan pena definitely looking forward to check those out in the show notes there is a link to save $10 on ticket through Eventbrite. So check those out in the link. Save yourself some money. I know the holidays, you know, they drain, drain that damn wallet. So save some money after the holidays and uh, go get a good laugh. In this episode, we talk about some projects I've done, including playing the voice of a ganja-smoking lava monster in a Seriously.TV animation. So, that's all coming up. I won't talk your ear off anymore. Before we jump into the interview, here is a look at Granison's stand-up. So, check it out, and uh, we'll jump into the interview on the other side of this comedy.
1: You guys living your lives? I freaking love that about you. (laughs) I do. I love saying stuff like that too, stuff that sounds real positive but doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Like I walk past people all the time, I'm like keep doing what you're doing, man. I will, thank you. Anytime, dude. Or when you first meet somebody, like what part of town do you live in? Silver Lake, oh you're right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes I am. (laughs) People always tell me I look like other people, which is weird to me, because don't we all? <laughs>
0: Although
1: I guess it would be extra strange if someone walked up and was like, you don't look like a person. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> White people like to tell me I look like Key and Peele. <laughs> I like to tell them that that's two people. It's two separate brothers. I don't mean to sound racist. It's a weird way to start a conversation, right? Because typically you don't have to say that before things that aren't racist, right? Like if I'd be a weirdo if I walked up to you and I was like, I don't mean to sound racist, but how you been? Gave up beef recently oh. yeah I was just never that in the confrontation
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I grew up in Oakland which has a stereotype of being a rough place I don't know if you guys can tell from my sweater but I'm not rough or a place um, But I had a roommate from Detroit who didn't believe me he's like you from Oakland I thought people from Oakland was supposed to be hard and stuff What is the ant stuff? Like what else might he have heard about Oaklandians? Maybe he was just a bad eavesdropper. Whole thing went people from Oakland is hard, but also make excellent painters. (laughs) Because the idea that everybody in Oakland is hard is ridiculous, right? The city wouldn't function. You don't want to walk into a Starbucks and have a hard barista. You want whipped creamer, now. nah. want to live. Walk into a classroom, teachers choking kids out, just, shh,
0: it's nap time.
1: Why would I lie about it? It's not like I need street cred at this point. I'm a grown-up. I have regular credit. I mean, street cred has its place, but Visa is everywhere I want to be.
0: How are you doing today, Granison?
1: I'm excellent. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Uh, Thanks for joining me. And if... You guys hear a little background noise. He is actually standing on the street uh, recording this interview. So, you know, you may hear a car go by every once in a while. So what are you doing today, man? What are you up to?
1: Uh, I actually just came from my friend's half hour comedy special. Oh, really? Um, she was recording it and uh, I dipped out before she went up so I could do this, you know. All there. right. Well, in hopefully spirit. she doesn't hate <laughs>
0: you for it, man. But uh, since you dipped out on it, at least give her a shout out. Who is it?
1: uh melissa Shoshahi, very
0: funny comedian all right cool cool so at least you can say hey i gave you a shout out on a podcast i may have dipped out on your set
1: Yeah, i was like i couldn't be there for you but i had your back you
0: know (laughs) yes yes that's that's always good man so um (laughs) (laughs) so for my audience that isn't familiar with you that's not in the la area uh you want to just give a brief little bio about yourself
1: My name is Grannison Crawford. I'm a stand-up comedian, actor, writer, uh, creator. I have a few web series online. You can check those out. My uh, YouTube is Granny Vision. That's G R A N I space vision. That sounds
0: Uh, like it could be something completely different.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, it could be like an old person's channel or something. It's like
0: Grannison kid over here.
1: It's a Granny Vision. It's just people who can't see. It's a it's a channel which is videos of darkness. It's just all (laughs) blurry. Um, Yeah, and uh, I do. I have the League of Comedy, which is a a monthly show and a weekly open mic um, in Sherman Oaks. It's a whole lot of fun, and I I just love what I'm doing.
0: Right on, man. Right on. So um, I I asked this question to set up another question, but how long have you been doing stand-up
1: comedy? Uh, I've been doing stand-up comedy a year and a half.
0: A year and a half. All right. That's actually really impressive because it seems like uh, you have found a little bit more of a voice than a lot of comics who are just a year and a half into it. Mm-hmm. Some of them are still like when they're just getting started out the first couple years are doing like just set up joke punchline kind of you know yeah. uh, jokes that they think are funny but not really bringing themselves into it. Like yeah, you talk,
1: this, what, you, He's describing hack jokes for everybody.
0: Yes, I, I didn't want to just come out straight, call them <laughs> hack jokes, but because I didn't want to be a dick about it. But yes, hack
1: jokes. Hey, I'll be a dick. I'm just get, I'm just visiting. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Fair <laughs> enough.
0: Put your feet on the sofa and all that shit. Uh, I know. right? But you actually found a way to uh, early on, I guess, to bring in yourself talking about uh, growing up in Oakland and yeah. other things. I don't know how in depth you want to get into your material right now. But that, that mean, was impressive. I was expecting you to say like five years.
1: No. Well, hey, I, th- thank you. Um, I, I honestly, uh, I think that it helps that I started when I was a little older. Like I'm 33. OK. So I think, you know, you hear you know, like Louis C.K., right? You know, he has been doing it for 30 years. And now, like the last six years, he's been amazing. He'll even say he's like, I've been doing it thirty. I've been good for six, right? Yeah. And I think that comes with uh, life experience.
0: Definitely, man. Definitely, and you have to be able to draw on those. Like, um, yeah. I always found it um, when I was doing some stand-up comedy, I wanted to make it more about myself, but mm-hmm. I was like, okay, right, I'm blind in my right eye. I wanted to make sure. jokes about that, but I wanted yeah. to avoid like the pity applause. So it was like I was yeah. like trying to find a way to do it, and I was like, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to come up here like feel sorry for me. My eye doesn't fucking work. But or you know, if you were
1: like, uh, I'm blind in one of my eyes, so all women look one dimensional to me, or two dimensional. So <laughs> you know what I mean? I see all women as two dimensional.
0: Yeah, that would have um, worked. That would have worked. Like I guess what they say about masturbation is right, you know. But uh, thank God I'm not ambidextrous.
1: That's. That, that is very true. That was one of the that one is, of the
0: jokes I was thinking about going up there and opening up with. You know,
1: <laughs> hey man, you know what? There's a crowd for it. You know what I mean? There is definitely a crowd for it.
0: <laughs> so you listed off um, a list of many things that you are involved in: uh, comedian, uh, yeah. voice actor, writer, and creator. Uh, which mm-hmm. one of those do you identify yourself with the most?
1: Um, well, since all of them uh, comprise of who I am. I would say all of them, but the thing that I'm actively in love with is a stand-up comedy.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is it about being on stage and uh, and doing stand-up that keeps you coming back?
1: Um, the thing that keeps me coming back is the ability to manipulate your environment. Okay. So when I go up there, regardless of what I'm going through in my day um, or how I feel about it, when I to go up there and make people laugh, I've changed their minds about something, which is really dope to me, you know, like uh, one lady came up to me after a show and was like, Hey, my sister died this week. This made my week. Thank you. And that was, I was like, oh wow.
0: Yeah, dude, that, uh, that had to be some real heavy shit, you know, like I'm sorry that happened, but I'm glad, you know, I helped (laughs) change your mood for a little bit at least and brightened your day. Sorry for
1: your loss. Hope you like my jokes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: so yeah
1: glad i can make you laugh
0: <laughs> uh, and and also the voiceover right there is that one of the voices that you've done in anything or is that oh. just a stage voice Yo,
1: the one i just did the one that was um, I, I don't know
0: it's almost I, like uh the old guy off of uh family guy like always trying to get crisp, uh, but not oh. as creepy hey hey hi. hey peter hi peter <laughs> yeah Ooh, looks
1: yeah yeah no um <laughs> I, I i do whatever happens to come to mind like because me and my friends used to just walk down the street making up stuff we'd be like oh what if that person was like and then just started flipping backwards for a mile like we just say stupid stuff right, and so <laughs> i think I that's shit
0: interesting reasons.
1: man yeah we made we made a story up for everything if we saw a rock we'd be like man i bet that rock it's all the women you know what i mean we just just mess around
0: don't all rocks
1: uh well they get all the ass i guess really.
0: <laughs> rock <laughs> rocks with foot fetishes and shit always love getting stepped on Um uh, but yeah, that's a whole different a whole different episode right here so um with voiceover what are some of the things that you have worked on
1: um i've actually worked on a few things uh when i was in college i was uh creating video games i was mostly on the um 3D modeling side but they would I was the only person who could act in my major okay. so they would always cast me as different things so I've played a whisk, um, a whisk like a, the stirring a whisk. device yes okay. I, I played a, a pissed off whisk uh, in the short film um, I we made our own video game in college and I played I made all the sound effects so okay. like every time there was a sword swing because it was like an RPG or some a song, we made all the music. We had a song about Cabbage Patch Slaves, which was cabbage, probably inappropriate.
0: Cabbage Patch Slaves, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I remember how it went. It was like, Master got me working on the Cabbage Patch. So damn long we almost broke our backs. We're slaves. Cabbage Patch Slaves. Slaving away every day. We're just kids. We can't play. We're slaves. It's
0: yeah, yeah. And maybe not quite appropriate, but it's damn catchy, man. It's damn catchy. I'll give you that.
1: Maybe that's why we got second to that cake-making site in the state finals could be they're like you know what we can't endorse cabbage patch slavery <laughs>
0: <laughs> they would have been fine with garbage pail kids slavery but not because you know? they're
1: already in the garbage it can only go up from I, there i think that should have been called hobo kids i think it would have sold i mean they did well yeah hobo kids is catchy man you're like man you have any hobo kids you are like yep <laughs> Play with them all the time
0: <laughs> yes yes oh man like Okay, I'm a mid- originally from the Midwest, and speaking of politically correctness, nice. things are a little bit different out here. Like, I came in, like, was doing stand up in Berkeley. I was making fun of bums at the time, and after the show, somebody actually came up to me and was like, "Do you know that bit that you did about uh, bums? It'd be so much funnier if you said homeless people because bums is just so insensitive."
1: Yeah. Um. um except that he knew. Except that what he knew, what you were talking about was homeless people.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know I mean? like you
1: described them perfectly. <laughs> nobody nobody describes them as winners. Nobody's like, oh, man, you need some change? You're killing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, let me help you fund that <laughs> Fortune 500 company you're about to start.
1: There you go. <laughs> Live your dream. Live your dream. I do think, though, like, especially with, like, making fun of people, if you're going to make fun of people, maybe, like, not at, at the expense of the victim. You know what I mean? Like, so with the homeless thing, like, if there's a way to make it seem like I don't know. I always love it when people are clever about like figuring out how to make it so the homeless part isn't the butt of the joke. It's like yeah. what happened with the story, you know?
0: Yes, definitely. Definitely. And yeah. that that that's a trick. Trying to do things that could possibly, you know, ruffle some feathers or something, but doing it tactfully. Uh, exactly. It's a fine line to walk. Like so I mean
1: yeah. that's our job, right?
0: exactly man exactly whether i'm whether i get back doing stand-up or not or just doing the podcast you know you gotta you gotta create a little bit of static out there
1: absolutely yeah you gotta have some fun
0: all right man so let's get back to your voiceover for one more minute uh you just recently did a job that you were telling me about uh right before we started recording uh monsters on the street
1: yeah monster on the street it was a it was a real cool project Yeah, Monster on the Street. It's kind of like Man on the Street concept, but with monsters. And the person that was interviewing the monsters was a robot reporter.
0: Okay, all right. So um, did you play a monster or the reporter?
1: Oh, I played the monster for sure. I played a uh, dreadlocked lava monster named Brandon.
0: That sounds awesome.
1: It was dope um, because I, I got referred by a friend of a friend, and I gave them my voiceover reels, and then I gave them my comedic acting reel. And they were like, "We like the voice from your like live acting reel." And I was like, "Which one?" And it was one. It was like a role I played in a web series, and it was just an enthusiastic version of me. So okay. instead of me being like, like how I'm talking now, I'd be like, "Yeah, that's cool, man. What? Oh, damn!" And uh, <laughs> and, so, uh <laughs> and so the first episode. Um, it was about legalizing weed and so okay. the robot reporter was like do you think we should legalize weed and um and I, I was i turned around and was like people always just freak out whenever i light one up in the streets man just freak out and uh and then uh i grab a tree and i wrap it in the american flag and i burn it and smoke it and i go i don't know why though <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: man, that's funny. That's funny. Um, I'm so you. You didn't get to play like a creepy, scary monster though. You just played like a, or you got to play a stone, like a stoned, excited monster.
1: I got to play a real stone monster, man. It was cool. <laughs>
0: right on, right on. So, were there scary monsters in this?
1: I did it for Seriously TV, and Seriously TV is a satirical and comedic uh, internet channel um and so they were like the monsters were terrible like we were destroying the city while we were being interviewed okay but our responses to everything were funny like there was one dude who was like a moth man and there was a moth person in the background that was a fan who was holding up a sign like i love you and the moth man in the front who was being interviewed wasn't paying attention so every episode that person in the back progressively got more and more depressed <laughs> and so eventually just impaled themselves <laughs> okay you say this is
0: on seriously tv uh where can people find seriously tv and or else where else can they find this anywhere like youtube Uh, or yeah they can
1: uh if they go on youtube they can go to uh they can type in monster on the street i think the first one is the weed one and then there's one on like taxes and it's silly
0: okay interesting so monsters on the street keep an eye open for brandon the dreadlocked lava monster smoking
1: trees uh dreadlocked what 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 I don't know if that was insensitive. I hope there's no Jamaicans who are just like, "Fuck that man, he a bumboclat." <laughs>
0: Everything is iron, man. It's gonna be <laughs> Everything's okay. All
1: right. Check out on the Street.
0: <laughs> Boy, I, <that's>, whenever <laughs> Boy. I hear a Jamaican accent, something I think of Half Baked, especially talking about weed too. Like uh, you've seen Half Baked, right? Obviously.
1: Of course, man. All right, I was
0: like, any comedian should, uh, but yes, they're like, yes. what part of Jamaica I'm, are you I from, think, boy? right now. <laughs> right on, right on. It's like, <laughs> it's like, right by the beach,
1: boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's just so stupid. But, uh, yeah. I was thinking of uh, Cool Runnings. My favorite line from that movie is, uh, you don't see the Russians fighting each other. And he's like, you don't see the Russians smiling either. I bet if they saw a pretty woman, they'd say Einstein and push her down some ice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, There's a bunch of millennials who have no idea what we're talking about right now. There are a bunch Did of millennials
0: that have no idea what we're talking about right now. But should definitely check it out. It's the Jamaican bobsled team. What the hell isn't there like about that?
1: Oh, my God. John, John Candy, what's up?
0: Oh, man, John Candy. I, I miss John Candy and Chris Farley, both gone way too early.
1: Way too early. If they had a team-up, oh, my God, like, John Candy played uh, Chris Farley's dad. That would be so dope.
0: I Man, that would have been awesome. Right? I'd pay 11 bucks to see that or whatever the hell movie prices are now.
1: Like, right, Could you imagine if that was the dad's film? Instead of Will Ferrell, it was, like, Chris Farley and his dad.
0: Dude, yes, that, candy. that would have been, I haven't seen the new uh, dad's film with Will Ferrell and uh, Marky Mark. I still call him Marky Mark. He'll always be
1: Marky Mark. Uh, he will never know, man. He will never know.
0: Oh, he listens to every episode of this.
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, he's he's next week's guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, sometime, yeah, you know
0: gotta aim high i'm
1: just filler for for marky mark <laughs> <laughs>
0: i didn't want to make you feel bad man but yeah marky mark one of these days Uh-oh. he'll be on he'll be on uncontained but uh yeah. you you're getting ready to uh go on tour a uh, little yeah. really stand-up tour uh hitting up yeah. northern california so uh-huh, who are you going with and uh, what is the league all about
1: uh, yeah, well, the comedy tour is a League of Comedy All-Star Tour. Um, the League of Comedy is a comedy community that I'm building, um, starting with a weekly open mic, and then we have a monthly show that I book, and we've, I think we just had our third one, and I'm trying to you know, bring it up to the bay, maybe have a monthly mic up there, and start league captains and spread it nationwide. Um, right on. The tour, yeah, the tour, we're going to be... Uh, Going with some smashing comedians. Um, I don't mean that they're comedians having sex. I mean that they're really good. Um, uh, one of them, uh, a lady comic named Holly Annabelle Brown. She's uh, awesome. Uh, find okay. her on the internet. Um, also, uh, Corey Polster, who's a friend of mine. He's he was he saw me like when I was just starting and like you know we hit it off right away that man can talk and it's awesome yes he can Um, he was on my show
0: like episode 22 or 23 so he he was on uncontained quite a while ago but yes he can talk for sure
1: he was a yo gabba gabba (laughs) but he's dope uh and then dan Pena, uh which he uh just won best in the fest uh for this year's burbank festival uh, Burbank comedy festival and uh very funny, dude. He, he, both he, Corey and I, all have like roots in the Bay Area, so we're going to be hitting up uh, San Jose, Oakland, Sacramento, and then I, I went to college in Chico, so okay. I can, you know, I'm bringing out the whole theater community and a bunch of my uh, majors and stuff like that.
0: And Corey's from Sacramento, right?
1: Yeah, Corey is from Sacramento. Um, he loves he loves saying that to me. He's always like, "Yeah, I'm from Sacramento." I was like, that's really cool, Corey. That's dope.
0: (laughs) Yes, thanks for letting me know, man. I think you told me before. When is that that tour going down?
1: Uh, All of that's going down late January. So it's going to be the 24th through the 27th. We'll be uh, in San Jose on the 24th, in Oakland on the 25th, 26th will be SAC, and then uh, Chico will be the 27th. And uh, if there's any sponsors listening, um, we still have room for you. Uh, okay. Let
0: your boy know. All right, sounds good. I know you were talking about starting up open mics with the league across, uh, like, in multiple places. But another cool aspect of it uh, that uh, we're talking about is you were trying to set up, like, representatives, say if there's a stand-up comic in, I don't know, Roswell
1: or sure. uh, Denver or sure. something like
0: that. And Neither of
1: those would probably be my first choice, but I like your enthusiasm. I, I just wanted wow. to go
0: with something that was off the beaten path. I could have easily said Chicago, path. New York. Do you like or- the
1: Kyoto temples. Yeah. Or uh, the Desert of No Return or the Swamp of Sadness. Like, Yeah, I could do that. I mean, and I would definitely ha- at least try it. You never know. It might And bring being out a from
0: here. Iowa, I didn't want to do the one, be the person because a lot of times when they're trying to throw out some like middle-of-nowhere name, they pick some town in Iowa, and it's like, oh, you jackass. So I didn't want to throw out the uh, this random city in Iowa as uh, yeah. the middle-of-nowhere, yeah. so I decided to give New Mexico... Uh, a shot at it. it, or Chattanooga, hey. Tennessee, or something like that. So screw those guys.
1: You, you, and you and the aliens. You know what I mean. You and the aliens.
0: I know, man. That's where I know. they go
1: first. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm definitely, you know, not trying to give away my uh, my secrets. But uh, you know, if you can do it, get to it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to basically spread the league of comedy so that anywhere a comic goes, there's going to be like a you know a league mic they can go work some stuff out. Um, or they can find a a league monthly show that maybe they, you know, could go talk to the booker and get on the next spot or, you know, depending on how many we have in each city, then there'll be places for comics to go and grow. And, you know, I plan on expanding it into other forms of comedy, but since stand-up comedy is my love right now, um, that's where I'm going to grow.
0: All right. Perfect, man. Perfect. So uh, you mentioned you don't want to give away all your secrets and stuff. Is this cool to talk about on the show? or you-
1: I- I'm just messing with you, man. Uh, all right. All right. N- nobody's going to do it like I do it. So, hey, do your best.
0: All right. Sounds good, man. I didn't want you to just uh, throw something out there before it was ready to be uh, done. During your time involved in the entertainment industry, like I know you've been doing stand up for you said about a year and a half now, mm-hmm. um, you've been do- involved in other aspects of it like the voiceover yeah. and, and um, acting. What yep, yeah. advice do you have for somebody who is looking to get a foot in the door or take that uh, next step in in the entertainment industry?
1: I would say find a direction first. Okay. Um, I. In, in, in Los Angeles especially, and I think this is just more so in life as technology and um, and life becomes faster. Uh, you you need to be doing multiple things, but you also need to know what your strengths are. So, you know, if you're thinking about getting into acting, then I would say if you haven't, take a class. Take a class um, and then create your own stuff because... It's at the point where most of the auditions that I get are self-tape. So if you already have practice of being on camera um, and recording your own stuff, then when a casting director is like, hey, we need somebody to be a cop, well, get a cop outfit and, and act your ass off on camera. That way when you send the tape in, they're like, oh, hey, this guy's perfect.
0: So you said your uh, auditions are self-taped. Um, so yeah. you just like recorded on your phone or what?
1: Yeah, I mean, you like different people have different equipment for sure, but like, you know, for me, most of the ones I send in, even some of my voiceover stuff, you can get like a an adapter for your phone that sounds studio quality. Not completely. There will be some snobs on here who will be like, "Oh, what? I've been spending five thousand dollars for my equipment. You can Uh do it on an iPhone. Um, You know, we live in the future, so yeah, you can record your thing on your your iPhone. There's filters you can put on it and really what they want to see is are you good at acting because they know you don't have a studio in your house yeah they most most people don't have fox studio level equipment they're like
0: seeing if you can act and if you look the part that's probably all they're going for or or sound the part but that's some great advice so start creating something and take some classes is the main uh, gist of it i heard i heard a quote from, I don't remember who it's from, but it's like, you know, you got to start. Just start playing the bass drum and march across town. By the time you get to the other side of town, you'll have a band following you. But you got to start oh. playing the bass drum
1: first. 100%.
0: So get out there and create something. That's part of the goal of this podcast is to encourage people to get out there and make something, you know?
1: Well, especially because, like, you don't have to be anywhere to be something you know what i mean like there's so many outlets for creativity that if you are in your room and put up a cool poster in the background and then talk about comic books all day there's going to be 10 million people who are like i love this i have a basement i have a room i have a cool poster and i love comic books this guy gets me you know what i mean
0: yes very true man and uh it basically, it's because of the internet, man. Now that we have this internet, we, you can be anywhere and gain followers and fans. So you don't have to be in LA, yeah. New York, or Chicago. No.
1: And and you get to have your own money. I mean, uh, PewDiePie is the biggest YouTuber in the world. Six, 16 million subscribers. Wow. Um, he made $7 million last year. And that was off of his stuff and endorsements. And it's like, well, what, what is the point of asking someone else for a job if you can just make a job?
0: Very true. You
1: know, yeah.
0: So speaking of like being on YouTube, Instagram, and all of that stuff, what are you doing to promote yourself?
1: Um, I mean, honestly, I, I use mostly Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I'm not a Twitter person. I've never really understood comics, putting all their jokes online. Um, but uh, but I th- but I commend people who do. Like I just don't have like super strong opinions about stuff. So like yeah. most of the time, I'm just promoting on like Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. I have a uh, you know at Instagram is my main one, and then there's uh, the League of Comedy Instagram. Um, And then, yeah, I have a Facebook page for my entertainer thing and I have a Facebook page for my league, you know, so I'm cheating a little bit because I get to add likes and shares like, like twice as many times on whatever I happen to be doing.
0: Hey, man, as long as long as you don't like the post with your own profile that you have it on. I think that's fair. I think it's kind of cheesy if like, okay, I post on my uncontained page and I like it with my uncontained page. You know, I, oh, think, yeah. I think that's a little bit like, I really like the comment I just made. But if you go oh, with like yeah. your personal page onto League page, that's fine. It's all about uh, getting metrics and stuff like that. Uh, the, whatever. Yeah. The more The more likes, the more clicks, the more comments you get, the better. The more visibility you get. Yeah. But just don't like your own post with your own profile or the same profile (laughs) that you put it on.
1: Now, I'll do that for my Instagram because I'm like, because the the quicker you get a like, the quicker more people will notice it.
0: Okay, All right.
1: So it's kind of like Joe. It's kind of like stand up comedy. The quicker you get a laugh, the quicker the rest of your laughs are going to be welcome.
0: Fair enough. So you you like your own post on Instagram. That's. Yeah. That's a little strategy you've discovered, huh?
1: Uh-huh, because I, 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 uh, I did a quick study, and I don't know if it's the case, but um, I went and didn't like stuff, and I noticed that it took longer for anyone to like it. Whereas if I like it right away, in the next couple seconds, um, other people will start liking it. And I don't know if that means that it got seen faster or what, but I think the minute... The more people like something or comment, then it moves it up in whatever algorithm these genius, diabolical beings have come up with for the Instagram.
0: Yeah, nobody really knows exactly
1: what they are. Nobody knows.
0: But that's really cool. I never, I haven't noticed that yet. I still, I'm trying to get into doing Instagram a little bit more, trying to, you know, promote the show that way in other ways. Uh, Yeah. That might be a new trick that I have. I still won't do it for Facebook, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, never, dude. You know, If you're liking your own Facebook post, you're a weirdo, man. Because yes. it's like, nah, dude. That's super weird. Because, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I just would be like, of course you like it. You put it there.
0: <laughs> I post a comment and then do the thumbs down or the angry face. Yeah, like. you,
1: you, unlike, you unlike yourself. <laughs> I really hate hate that I put this
0: comment I could see doing that if you posted something like drunk and don't remember and see it the next day you're like oh boo that was bad drunken me but uh, so on your League of Comedy Instagram you have something really cool on there for stand-up comics I've I am actually looking at it on my phone right now Uh, you have like playing cards kind of like baseball cards for yeah. like uh, comedians that are involved in the league, with like crazy facts about them on the back or yeah. stuff like that. How? Well, like where? Where did you come up with this idea?
1: Um, honestly, like because the league of comedy is kind of like some people take it a different way. Some people, I say the league, and they think sports, which is kind of what I was gearing it towards. And then some people hear it and they think like league of justice, you know, justice league type of thing. So they are superheroes and, uh, and both are cool. You believe what you want. Um, but I was going sport themed and I was like, well, you know, how could I feature comics or highlight comics in, in a way that's kind of fun and sporty. And, uh, and I said, I could make baseball cards. And, uh, and I did. And some people hit me up just to be on my show so they can get a baseball card. It's so funny. (laughs) They'll be like, hey, man, uh, dude, how, how can I get a baseball card? I was like, I mean, at this point, I'm only making it for the people who I put on my monthly show. And they're like, oh, dude, when you have an opening, let me know.
0: <laughs> that, that's really cool, man. So how many of these uh, cards are out now? Like, uh, how many different uh, comics do you have?
1: Uh, so, so far, I've had three shows. I've had three monthly shows, the first Tuesday of every month. And um I have uh, I have eight comics total so I have seven comics and then I have myself um, as the host and comic and uh, so yeah I guess 24 I, I should have 24 some people um, dropped right. out so I don't have as many cards but
0: what is yeah. the most like interesting fact that you have on the back
1: uh, you know the most interesting fact that I have on the back um, is, uh one of the comics actually in this last show said that his favorite cartoon of all time was Darkwing Duck. And I was like, yo, you win. You know what I mean? Like Darkwing Duck is so dope. Do you remember Darkwing Duck?
0: I do. The terror that flaps in the night.
1: If if you're in trouble you call DW Darkwing Duck. Yep.
0: Yes, I, I remember Darkwing Duck. I used to I used to love watching that show.
1: Yeah, the terror that flaps in the night. You remember the intro to the theme song. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. yeah, like he had it changed up too. Like the one that really sticks with me is it was like, I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the yeah. mouse that eats your cheese. I am the cholesterol that clogs your arteries, or something oh, along yeah. those lines. And it's like Darkwing Duck. If you're a you call DW, Darkwing Duck exactly yep, man exactly I'll let you do the singing I'm not I'm, not, I'm There not, it is I'm not I'm not right there on that level <laughs> but but <laughs> you also have like trivia questions on the back of them too
1: yeah yeah so um the like the trivia yeah the, I mean that, that's what I usually have like it'll be like what their fears are or what their favorite thing is and um, people put some some pretty funny stuff one guy had, was terrified of slugs. and he wanted he really wanted me to put that on there and i was like all right hey whatever man
0: so they come up with uh they come up with the information they fill out what goes on the back of it or do you ever just like "Nope, i'm putting this down
1: i usually ask them if they have any credits that they want to specifically do and and some people have them and some people are like hey say this and anything else you want to say is fine you know and so then i Then I send it to them and I go, "Hey, what do you think?" And then they go, "Oh, cool. Well, if you want to mention XM Radio, that would be awesome too." And I'm like, "Okay." So it doesn't it doesn't take me that long. I usually do it. You know, it takes me maybe a couple hours to do all of them because I am kind of making funny bios for them. Yeah. I don't usually book comics I haven't seen, so I know about what I think about them. So I'll be like, "Oh, their comedy, you know, is like this or yeah." The Hulk Hogan and comedy, like whatever that means.
0: <laughs> let me tell you something, brother.
1: <laughs> well, let me tell you something, brother. He is funny.
0: Yes. All right. So that's really cool. I'm maybe, I maybe can. Yeah. Uh, where can people get these cars? Do they have? Can they buy them online, or do uh, they have to come to a
1: show? Or I'm getting an app developed pretty soon, so um, they'll be able to trade them and and purchase them um, when those are up right now, you know, they're on a they're on like, you know, Facebook and Instagram, but to get in a when when the cards go go full on, um, they're going to be official league cards on the app. And you can trade them and you can earn points to get them, you know, like league points and stuff.
0: All right. All right. Uh, cool, man.
1: It should be cool. Yeah. I like I think uh, the fun in life is to make it a game. So if you can gamify anything, then it's just going to make people want to do it
0: definitely definitely everybody loves a good game Um, and getting together trading them have like card shows that you can sell them at you know once they get big enough
1: yeah yeah why not or i just keep them digital and then they become a digital currency of some kind.
0: there you go like bitcoin or some shit like
1: yeah all
0: right all right i'll trade you uh grandison Granison Crawford for... <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll trade you a Granison Crawford for 15 Sheila's. Thank you. Yes. Sheila's.
0: A Granison Crawford for a uh, Corey Polster card.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Is that a Corey Polster original? Yeah, dude. I got the Miami Vice print.
0: Nice. Miami Vice. I wanted that one, man. But Oh,
1: dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was year four, dude. That was year four. He wasn't doing so hot. He was really into the booze.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of hit it kind of hard, a little downward side, But don't yeah. worry, he came back. He came back. There, yeah, there was you know, some rock redemption. Bottom, he kept going. <laughs> oh man! So, speaking of rock bottom, something that you're that you're you're very far away from right now. What's a highlight or two that uh, you would care to uh, share with the uncontained audience?
1: Oh, dude, um, I think the one of the major highlights that I had, uh, they're actually kind of connected. The first highlight I would say is I won, um, in a, I won a competition this year. Um, I won a funniest comic in LA competition. Nice. Which was fun. I won in the under two year category cause I've only been doing it a little bit. And, uh, and yeah, that was a huge highlight. I got a trophy. I, uh, got some money and I got two paid gigs out of it, um, early on. So I'd been doing it like six months or something. And, uh, I was really happy about that. And then um, the second highlight I uh, I did, a sh- the, one of the shows that I won um, a spot on was out in a place called Redlands. Okay. And it was in like this tent in this brewery. Uh, it was like this brewery parking lot. And the it was a huge tent. There was tables and chairs and it was 500 people. And that was the biggest audience I'd ever done. And all the anxiety when I got up there on stage... Uh, all of the anxiety just turned into like, just elation. Like I was super pumped to be there, and um, I I can honestly say I ended up crushing, which was so fun to do in front of the biggest audience I'd ever performed in front of.
0: Hell yeah, dude! So, uh, yeah, do man. you find it uh, a big difference between performing for a smaller audience and a large audience, and which one do you know you feel more comfortable in front of?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I enjoy performing period. There are some times when you have a smaller audience that like, I don't know, there's like a weird energy in the room. Um, and so, you know, if you're not doing well in front of a small audience or, you know, maybe the laughs aren't as big as you're, you're used to, um, then it's more noticeable. Um, I love performing in a big audience. Like my favorite room in LA is the main room at the comedy store. Okay. Um, I did. I did a show after Redlands that was 300 people, in, and that was the whole room was full in the main room at the comedy store. And man, you go out there, and uh, sometimes I just sit in silence. I just sit and look at everybody, and just let them like giggle nervously to themselves. You know, I mean? <laughs> build up some like,
0: anticipation.
1: Yeah, and then whatever I say, they're they're just like relieved that I talk. You know what I mean? It's funny
0: right on man right on so do you have any like uh pre uh show ritual or traditions that you do or any superstitions i I
1: poop i I full-on poop dude you definitely Uh, don't want to do that on stage no 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 dude you can't it's literally you can't shoot yourself on stage um that's no one likes that that's not prop comedy That's (laughs) not even gallagher would do that (laughs) no not even carrot top bringing that type of game to it um (laughs) and uh yeah so i definitely yeah i uh i go doo-doo man um and it and i get i get up and you know i'm lighter and uh there I you feel go comfortable man i don't feel uptight or anything
0: right on man that's that's a that's a good key to performing take a shit beforehand um dude yeah
1: get get your shit out off, off stage and when you get on stage get your shit together yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that's a good quote right there so um when when you are performing though and uh the audience comes to see you what is it that you want the audience to take away and remember about your performance
1: um i want them to remember that uh that it's okay to enjoy yourself that it's okay to feel like light and not always be heavy um Usually when people come up to me afterwards, they're always just like, I, I, you know, you were just so positive, you know, and, uh, and I like to bring that. I like to people, leave people with positivity and, and, and warmth when they, when they see my set and to, uh, you know, it's always fun to be quotable. I yes. have some, some fun jokes, um, like, uh, I have a joke where I'm like, uh, people think I'm black. I feel like I'm more of a gingerbread Brown. Uh, <laughs> I try to keep it PC, you know, pigmentally correct, and so people always uh, come up to me afterwards and they're like, "Gingerbread Brown, man!" So it's it's pretty funny.
0: That could be a stage name, man. I'm Gingerbread Brown. Yeah, Gingerbread Brown. (laughs) I can't even say it, so maybe not. Gingerbread Brown.
1: Hey, yeah, yeah.
0: I was getting all tongue tied on it and shit. It doesn't roll
1: off your tongue, brother. You know what? It's I thought
0: it would. Do, I man. thought it would, but it took some it took some, all it took some work. True. All right. Yeah. It's like it's one of those tongue twisters you gotta say to warm up.
1: Bread, round. bread, round. bread, bread, bread brown. brown. Bread brown. Bread brown, bread brown, bread brown. It sounds like you're saying red rum. You're red rum. rum.
0: Red rum. But yeah. <laughs> Yes, I have one more question for you. Sure. Uh, but before we get to that question, Granison, where can people find you on the world wide web? And oh, uh, one more time, plug the show, the Northern California show, and any other shows you may have coming up.
1: Awesome, awesome. Um, okay, so uh, you guys, uh, you can find me on the internets. If you go to, uh, if you're on Instagram, then you can find me at. Insta Granison. That's uh, Insta, G-R-A-N-I-S-O-N. And then uh, on Facebook, you can find me at uh, Granivision. Or you can put in Granison Crawford, and I think both of my things pop up. Me as a person and me as an entertainment entity. And then uh, you can also find me at League of Comedy Uh, on Instagram. It's at the underscore league underscore of underscore comedy. I know it's a lot. But it's not that hard. Um, I think if you put in League of Comedy on the search, you'll be fine. And then on Facebook, it's uh, League of Comedy also. Uh, My website is granisoncrawford.com. And then my League of Comedy website is leagueofcomedy.com. And uh, I'm really excited about shows coming up. I have a show on the uh, 21st at the main room of the Comedy Store. It's a Jimmy Shindig show. So uh, if you check out my uh, Instagram and my Facebook, I post every Saturday my upcoming shows for, like, the next five weeks. And uh, it's usually packed and fun. So check it out. Come to my Comedy Store show. I would love that. Um, you will laugh. I can't vouch for the other comics, but your boys got fire. So,
0: all right, you know, all right, man. It'll be great,
1: yeah. And then, uh, and then I have a tour that's going to be in late January. It's going to be with my League of Comedy. It's a League of Comedy all-star tour. I'm going with Corey Polster. Uh, Holly Annabelle Brown Dan Pena and we'll be traveling from January 24th to the 27th hitting up San Jose Oakland Sacramento and Chico so if you're in any of those cities or know anybody in those cities uh, Keep track of the Instagram keep track of the website and we'll be posting uh, ticket links to Oakland and Sacramento I believe tomorrow what is tomorrow
0: at the recording time of this it is uh december 8th tomorrow Uh, oh yeah we're recording this on uh, december 7th i'm not exactly sure the date that i'm putting this out but tickets will be available damn it get them tickets
1: will be available um for the league of comedy all-star tour in northern california and uh yeah if you found out about it through this come up high five me be like yo man you were uncontained and i'll be like yep
0: <laughs> right on man, right on. Well I, I look forward to uh the Northern California tour. I'll have to get out there and uh yeah. check you guys out. At that time will be two guests from Uncontained that will be performing. So Corey Polster and yourself. And um uh, I got that one final question for you. Granison Crawford Uh-oh. How do you live uncontained?
1: Um I live uncontained by not having a fear of trying um, nice I feel like a lot of people the only thing that stops them is they they limit themselves they don't they don't think from a perspective of having they think of a perspective of lacking and if you think from a perspective of lacking which is I don't have the money for that I don't know how to do that I can't I don't know anyone who knows who can help me with that well then you're already turning off the possibility for a win
0: Wow, that those are some good words right there,
1: my friend. Those are some dude, good words. I know all the words. I'm not trying to quote Trump. I did not mean to do that. <laughs> <but I> do. <laughs> Start talking about
0: Kafifi and shit.
1: I know. I know all the words. Yeah, Especially
0: yeah, huge, huge,
1: huge, big water. That's what he said about the ocean. That's funny. He um, called
0: the ocean big water. I missed that. Yeah, he's but... like
1: Puerto Rico surrounded by water, big water. um but uh (laughs) but enough about that dude um yeah yeah it's really just uh remove remove the fear because the fear comes from a place that is not truth because the truth is we have everything that we need um we just have to we're just going through the motions
0: nice nice well, thank you very much for joining me tonight on Uncontained. And uh, looking forward your Northern California tour, as I mentioned. And I really enjoyed watching your stand-up. I really liked your uh, space work. Like, uh, like, you have a bit about uh, messenger pigeons. And you really do some good uh, space work during that, like acting it oh, out on nice. stage. So I wanted to give Thanks, you credit man. on that. Much appreciated. Thank you. Once again, I have one final thing for you to do before I let you okay. out of here. I have all my guests sign off the show for me. Okay. Whenever you I'm are Grandison. ready. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Will you do me the honor of signing off the can show I tonight? Do,
1: can I do this, man? Can I do this?
0: Sure. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> Damn. All right, cool. Uh,
1: my, <laughs> my, my, my name is Grandison Crawford, and I live uncontained all day. Live
0: and that's a wrap on another episode of Uncontained. Thank you for listening, and thank you to my guest, Granison Crawford, for stopping by and uh, talking with me for a while. And make sure if you're up here in the Bay Area and uh, want to check out some comedy, make sure you check him out on the League of Comedy All-Star Tour. As it hits the Bay Area, there's a couple show dates where I have links to save $10 on ticket costs. So uh, go to my show notes, click those, save some money, and enjoy a show. Granison is adding more dates to the League of Comedy Northern California tours. So for more tour date information, locations, dates, check out theleagueofcomedy.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, live uncontained.